All right, welcome to Peeps Creek, the cafe where we serve you delightful, slightly intense, but definitely worthwhile conversations. A podcast focused on bringing people together by drinking, listening, and conversing. So grab your favorite drink and let's see what's on today's menu. All right, people, welcome to Peeps Creek, the cafe. Um, this is episode 39. All things trauma. <laughs> All things trauma. All things trauma. Okay, so you know here at the cafe, we always have a conversation center around a drink. And today I am drinking, look at this, H2O. Once again, look at that. Boom, boom, boom. Look at that ice. <laughs> I am just all into having some... Um, Water. Water. And I am joined in a cafe by Christian. Christian, you want to say what's up to the people? Hello, people. And what are you drinking on, Christian? I'm also drinking on some H2O. But with that some H- lemon. You couldn't juice. like you couldn't make it go like a little oh, like is it focusing? Yeah, but you're supposed to be like boom boom boom. Oh here you I mean it's the same cup. <laughs> <laughs> and where is the ice? Oh, I don't like you your cup is literally all ice, no water. You let it melt. Yeah, this is I, like this is this is what happens when you try to invite people to your arena. Well, I made that drink, so so we are talking all things trauma. So, but before we go there, I am. We have to actually go into the bar. So, what's on the menu today at Peeps Creek? Hot stuff coming up. All right, so let's. We are here in the bar, and so you are um, talking about we're we're talking about trauma. This was your topic. I mean. This is something that you okay. said you wanted to talk about. Let me um, go into that a little. So you asked me like to come up with something to talk about, and I usually suck at this. I'm like, don't ever ask me for ideas because I'll come up with like nothing. And that's the first thing that like came up to my head. I'm like, I don't know, trauma. Um, just because of shit that has been going on recent. Can I curse on here? Yeah, you can I haven't been on here so in so long. Yeah. I forgot. Um, but. Yeah, just like recent events and stuff that were, I guess, trauma- tra- tra- traumatic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought it would be like a good topic because everyone goes through like some sort of traumatic thing in their life. Yeah. Or has some sort of trauma. So, yeah. All right. Um, so I guess what we should do before we do anything, I guess, is like define trauma. Or at least um, the proper definition. The of proper trauma. definition. Now there there are different definitions of trauma. I guess. Yeah, there's different types of trauma. Yeah, for so sure. there's different types of trauma, and I think um, there's psychological trauma. There is regular trauma, <laughs> like physical, <laughs> right? like physical trauma. trauma. There's um, emotional trauma. Yeah, there's right? like mental. Men- that's psychological, right? I'm assuming. Okay. Yeah, there's like physical. There's I don't know what. Else so what? Of. What? What? What type of trauma are you? Do you want to discuss? I would say I feel like me myself. I have endured more like mental or psychological trauma in my life. Um, 
so that's what I I don't know about you because I'm sure you've gone through your own share of traumas but uh that's what I've gone through physical um I mean I guess you could say the first time I got my ass whooped you can but it's not really a traumatic experience as a as a child or you talk about <laughs> as physical? a child i've oh. never been in a fight um but no like as a child because as a kid i grew up with my grandparents i never experienced that ever i was the baby i was the king of the house so your your grandparents didn't beat you is no, basically what i hear you say it was until i met my mom which that was one of the traumas that i was going to bring up later um meeting your mom <laughs> no. or getting your ass beat I mean, I guess they both tie in with each other. Um, but I mean, we can if you want to go over like what trauma means, and then we can go over that later. Okay. So um, neither one of us are doctors, of course. Um, so here's what R- Wikipedia has <laughs> said: trauma is trauma is an emotional response to a terrible event, like an accident, rape, or natural disaster. Immediately after the event, shock and denial are typical. Um, so basically, immediately after the event, experiences or episodes of shock and denial are um, typical. Longer term reactions include unpredictable emotions, flashbacks, strained relationships, and even physical symptoms like headaches or nausea. Okay. Then there's psychological trauma. And this is basically said to be damage to a person's mind as a result of one or more events that cause overwhelming amounts of stress that exceed the person's ability to cope or integrate the emotions involved eventually leading to serious long-term negative consequences all right so given that you have those two definitions you have trauma as i i explained by self by the way my wikipedia (laughs) my um my lighting is phenomenal oh my god okay we got it <laughs> it's like it's like hollywood sunset you look California. like you're in the jungle all right <laughs> yes oh because anyway moving on we're getting out of topic now you're okay ready. okay i just i was just happy to be looking at us i want to speak about my trauma I'm just so, so let's talk a little bit about your trauma um wow this is about to be like a therapy session um I mean, we're also going to speak about your trauma, so. Bruh, don't worry about me. Like, this is a conversation here. Now, let me ask you this. At what age do you think you first experienced the concept of of trauma, given the definition or even given what you understand trauma to mean? The first, I mean, at the time, I didn't know it was, I guess I knew it was like a big change, but I didn't know how much it was going to traumatize me in the Mm -hmm. long run um so i'd say at the age of six years old almost seven and and what was that event so um, i grew up in bolivia with my grandparents they raised me since i was nine months my mom left me with them to come to the u.s um and i didn't know my mom until i was six years old within like that year uh my mom was able to get me and my siblings our visas and all that and i remember meeting her i think it was like like january or something of 2006 and um within that year from january to december like she just packed all her stuff up and like brought us here like i'm it it was to the point where like i used to call her aunt like i didn't call her mom 
when I first met her. So let me make sure I understand. You were living in Bolivia, um, as I understand. And then um, you were living with your grandparents. Yeah. And at some point, your mother left you in Bolivia with your grandparents. Yes. So she was in the U.S. for all those six years. So six years. From from what age to what age were you With um, with your grandparents? Since I was... She says six months, but my grandparents say nine months. So I don't really know. Okay. Um. So I was still like a baby. I didn't know who I didn't know who she was. I had no like um memories of her growing up. Uh, we would talk on the phone. We would like video chat and stuff. But it it was still like not the same. Like I had to make physical grandparents there. Like they raised me. Um. And she always took care of us. So I'm not like taking that credit away from her. But um. But yeah, it was within like a few months that like she just like got all her paperwork and we were on a plane. I remember like I did not want to leave. I hid in the closet the day we were leaving because mm-hmm. I was like, no, I don't want to like leave my grandparents. Like they're my parents. Like they raised me. Like I don't want to go. And then, but we ended up coming. And then I didn't. Re- I never realized it until recently that that was one of like the big causes of why I rebelled so much growing up. Um, Re- rebel like with your parents. Yeah, so. with my parents because I was not the best kid ever i definitely messed up a lot i did a lot of things that i shouldn't have um at least with them Mm -hmm. um so i didn't really know why i acted out so much until recently um therapy um but so so when you say recently as i understand what you're saying is that you went through some kind of therapeutic process where um, talking with someone made you realize that part of your issues that you were, I'm assuming, that caused you to want to go to a therapist now stems from something that happened in the past or as you were a child. I think so. I think um, there's different things to tie into different scenarios. Um, This was one of my early traumas that tied in with like me growing up and rebelling and doing all the bad shit i used to do to my parents um let's just put it that way um and yeah i went through whatever i went through recently and i went to a certain place um which wasn't my first time and um i don't want to get into that um and I was talking to a therapist and we were just dissecting everything like we uh she went back in time asked me all these questions and then she basically like brought that to my attention I never thought about that before I was like oh it was just a big move like obviously I didn't want to do it at the time but now I'm like I could never live in Bolivia again like I go there I try to go at least once a year why why couldn't you ever live in because I'm so like I hate saying it but I'm so Americanized like going back to bolivia it's like not what you have here like being here i should be more grateful for what i have and the life i live and because everything's so much more different in bolivia like i see how like my cousins they live a good life or like my family but it's so different than like what they could be having here if they were here so I don't know if you remember when when we were in Mexico at the club 
and there was this whole debacle where one uh, individual was, was asking our group like where we're from and everyone said America including you and then you indicated well I was born in Chile but I'm Bolivian but I'm American and the guy who I was who was Mexican became I guess he was offended that you as a individual of Hispanic descent or um because you I don't want to use the word Hispanic well whatever Hispanic descent right that you kind of threw away your your image or your heritage or where you're from to try to be Americanized. I don't think that that's how that went down. I vaguely recall like, yeah, we were talking that he asked us where we were like from, like where we lived. And we were like in America, like Virginia or America. Yeah. But then he was like, he, he was like, well, why, why are you saying you're from America? You're from Bolivia. Why can't you just say I'm, I'm from Bolivia and I live in at the America? Because at the time, I thought he was asking, like, where we were coming from, like, where we were visiting from. I, I didn't realize that he was asking, like, where we were from. Yeah, but then when you went back, you, during that whole conversation, maybe I know, you were drunk. I don't, I don't remember the, the whole, I don't remember the whole the thing. But the conversation was, and, and that went into him saying, well... And then you went into the whole story about where you, how you were born, raised, and blah blah <laughs> that blah. Was def- that was def- I was definitely drunk. Yeah, um, but 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 that person was, I'm telling you, because then other folks stepped in. It was basically like you can be where the hell, where the hell you want to be from, right? Yeah. If that's your story, um, but do you sitting here today? Do you see? What's your re- initial reaction to that? If someone is like, why are you saying you're American? Because you sat here and said you're Americanized, so you don't think you can live in Bolivia again. That doesn't mean I'm... If someone were to ask me, where are you from? I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm from America. I'd be, I'm from Bolivia. I could say, yeah, I was born in Chile, but I don't call myself Chilean because I'm not Chilean. I My family's Bolivian. I, gr- I grew up in Bolivia. I, I am Bolivian. You know? All my paperwork is from Bolivia. Okay. So... Yeah, I was definitely drunk in Mexico. Ninety eight percent of the All time. All right, then, then can that then? So basically, uh, you okay? Continue with your trauma story. Um, but that that was that's uh, that's one of like the earliest. But why is that traumatic? Why do you think having the opportunity to sit here today at your age now, looking back when that happened? Why because, why was that traumatic for you? you think? Because I was leaving like. At the time, or not, not at the time, because I still like see it this way. I was leaving my parents behind. The people that raised me, the people that, all the people that I knew that I grew up with, like I was leaving them behind, and I was coming somewhere where I didn't know the language, I didn't know the people I was living with. Like, I came and lived with my parents and my dad's sisters in the house. Um, in at America. The time, in America, yeah. And I didn't know any of them. I didn't know anyone. Like. I didn't even know my little sister until I met her for the first time, like, you know? Yeah. And then... Um, so so your sister was already here? Yeah, my, my little sister was born here. Okay. So that was one reason why my parents decided to stay. Um, but did your dad and mom come together or did your mom meet your dad here? My mom came first and then my dad came and met her. Okay. Um, so their plan was to always go back and live in Bolivia, but then she ended up getting pregnant and she decided to stay. Um, but that's not part of my trauma. Okay. Um, but, um, but yeah. And then I remember like once we like, 
got here, I would tell her I want to go back every single day, probably for like a whole like a year or two. Like, I hated it. I wanted to go back. I didn't like living with them. And then I didn't get that, obviously. So I think that that's why I started rebelling. So when you say you didn't want you didn't want to live with them is it primarily because again attached to the fact that your parents as you understood were your grandparents who were still in bolivia while you're now in this foreign country right and you were six i was six yeah um and so when did your acts of rebellion um actually begin do you think Ooh, probably like elementary school yeah, it was elementary school. And, what, and when I got you use the word rebellion, what does that mean? Like, were you hitting them? Like, bad. you know, no, some no, of these no, kids there in like the market <laughs> is crying and screaming them. and kicking and, and, and punching their parents? No, I never threw tantrums in public. I was always, like, respectful towards my my elders and stuff. I It was just, like, bad things. I don't want to say them on camera or, like... Um, Bad things as in things that you were doing to them or that you were doing to yourself, but you knew that it was impacting them, which. Um, a little bit of both. Um, like you weren't trying to lock them in a room and then no, no, burn no, no, down no. the house now, were you? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. I never thought about that. No, I, um. I yeah a little bit of both. So you you just gonna you you gonna come on this show talking about trauma, but now you don't really want to give us some kind of meat to this story. Like, how do we know what you're talking about? Okay, fine. One of the examples was I started taking things without asking. Stealing. There you go. Not taking things without without okay. asking. See that that right there is. And at bu- the time, it was like <laughs> it's right there. Like if you could take me away from where I'm from, like why can't I take this? Stuff like what money? Yeah, I've taken money from my parents before. And what other kind of things? Um, food. You no. my sex by life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I didn't want to say it, but I feel like they did cause me to have like an eating disorder at one point. Because I saw comfort in food. And that's why I always grew up. I was always the fat kid. That was another traumatic experience. I was always, within my sisters and like my brothers, I was always the fat one. Like I was always the one that was heavier. I was always the one that had heavier cheeks. Um, so that caught, and I, it was because I saw, I saw comfort in food. Like when I was eating, I was like, hap- I, I forgot about it. I was happy. And then everything like, everything like came back to me after and i was like oh like it's not enough yeah um and then i start and then growing i started growing up and everything and then more shit started happening and it started escalating like with me rebelling and stuff and getting into like middle school and high school i started i got into other things and um like drugs and stuff yeah i started smoking weed um, okay. <laughs> you got the world did, did your parents know, or just yeah, something you they, don't want your parents to know? No, they knew. They oh, they know. Um, okay. Yeah. No, they like put me in like ADS, which is uh, alcohol and drug substance classes. Um, for how long? For it was about three months. So I was getting drug tested weekly. Um, and like once they found out that this was in high school. Um, and I want like 
all of that I feel like stemmed because of that. Because of your leaving and all of that. Yeah, all, th- I want to. It was kind of like, in a way, in my head, I don't want to say revenge, but it was kind of like me getting back at them, like right. for hurting me the way they did. So you and, wanted to inflict pain upon them in some kind of yeah. fashion for the pain that you felt that they did to you. Yeah. But th- do you see how? But in the long run, I ended up hurting myself as well. Right. But do you see? Could you looking back now? Did you see how what they were doing was for your betterment? Yeah, no, now I see, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I go back to Bolivia and I'm like, that's why I can't, I say that I couldn't live anymore and I should be more grateful because I wouldn't have the opportunities that I have now if I was still in Bolivia. Like, even for me, like, um, <clears throat> I'm not going to say too much, but right now my son and I are not on the best of terms. Uh, <laughs> um, and I'm not on the best of terms currently with his mom um for various reasons because if we have different differences and opinions on things and i just feel like uh, i don't necessarily always get the the level of respect that i deserve um but putting that aside without airing too much dirty laundry as a parent you're 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 always struggling i think with trying to allow your child to get their own footing and understand their own footing but also struggling with trying to set the path that they need to walk on so that they can maintain that footing and it's a struggle because you do things like i know that i i probably did too much and less disciplinary action than i normally would right because i'm trying to allow this individual to become his own man right yeah But at the same token, I've experienced things in my life that he never had to be exposed to, at least growing up. You know what I mean? Um, And I wonder sometimes, did I create a monster by... I wouldn't say monster. Well, not necessarily. You know what I mean? Did I I, uh, contribute to things that I think are... um, behaviors that i think um you could have avoided yes you know what i mean and it's 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 a struggle it's hard like and i mean what do you do you know what i mean yeah i mean i'm not a parent so i can't give you any tips on that but no i ain't asked for your tips bro i know you can't give me no tips but i'm just saying this is a conversation we're talking about trauma here um and so yeah so i mean you know it's, it's 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 a hard situation now you also said that you've You've hurt yourself in the process. Yeah, like um, smoking weed in the long run. Like I smoked weed for a few years. Um, at one point, it was very heavily. Um, I was. I also started drinking at an early age um, in high school. Um, and it doesn't do any good for your mind, your soul, and everything. Like it. In the long run, you'll feel different. Like, it's not the same. Um, and I can't really explain that very well, but... So, but but were you using these things? So, these things that you were using, at the one drugs, point, the it was alcohol, like, did that mask whatever you were dealing with for that moment in time? But what happened when that high wears off or your, your drunkenness wears off? I was definitely, left? like... In the f- beginning, I was. It was more of like, oh, let me. I'm doing this because like I'm gonna get back at you, you know. 
or like i want to like i know it's gonna hurt you so let me you know um but then i smoking game it was like a getaway like being high mm-hmm. or being drunk i was like happy and then once all that wore off i was like thinking about it again and it was more more things were happening it wasn't just that like um in my life the more things were happening so depression started to kick in mm-hmm. and that's something i've also been struggling for oh, a few years as well um and i never actually like talked about any of it until recently and um it just opened up my mind a lot mm-hmm. and it's like my parents don't even know this so if they watch this like ooh. what the depression or don't know what? i mean no they know they've known they knew that i had there was something wrong with me like i was going always going through ups and downs like there's been times where i'm so happy and there's other times where i couldn't get out of bed or i didn't want to get out of bed um while i was living with them um but they just kind of like brushed it off like they never act, they don't now my mom is like you can talk to me like i've like changed you know like i understand kind of um but before it was like they wouldn't they didn't get it um so i couldn't talk to them but well where were you well i i don't know i mean i guess it's hard it, being a minority i think we've said this on a couple of episodes whether we were talking about some kind of crime or something but it's it's hard in the minority community for folks to recognize understand appreciate and navigate through mental health issues because we're not equipped or taught that growing up we don't we oftentimes, and I, I know i'm saying we and i'm putting us all as a monolith but for purpose of this conversation I'm just going to assume for the sake of argument that most minorities growing up don't have the conversations inside with their immediate families about mental health or about how to deal with depression or come and talk to me if you feel in a certain way your body isn't sometimes your mind isn't going where your body's supposed to be right Um, and so I just don't think we do a very good job of um excuse me, a very good job of communicating that because sometimes what happens is is that the lack of communication, I think, causes a barrier from the individuals who's dealing with something and they feel like no one is going to be there to listen. So what's the point? And then when it's time, sometimes what happens is is when it's time to have a conversation, right? Because you feel like, I'm ready to have this conversation with this person, whether it's my brother, my sister, my uncle, whomever it may be. That person tends to feel like, okay, well, maybe this is a little too late. Like, I no longer want to have this conversation with you type of thing. Right. Um, And so and, you know, it's a catch 22. It's difficult because you, you also struggling, I think, as a person looking in how to say the right things. And like I know, for instance, with me. I have all good intentions, but the way it's delivered, the it isn't. You can come perce- off as an asshole. Yeah, it isn't perceived that yeah. way. Um, and you know, we all we all fall short. Yeah. And if you put this in a biblical standpoint, we all short. We all fall short from the glory of God, but for the fact that He's there to lift you up and bring you back into the fold, where would we be, right? Um, I, that's not a biblical verse, but if you take the concept of some of the verses in the Bible, it. it essentially goes into that perspective um and so i don't know it's it's 
it is a a rocky road uh, now what is your intentions on oh let me ask a question this way do you feel more empowered now that you understand a that you have trauma that and b that the trauma has impacted you at some point do you feel empowered knowing mm-hmm. like where it kind of stems from mm-hmm. um yeah i feel i wouldn't say empowered but i feel more in, like in control and i have i'm more like the wrong motivated might be the wrong word but i feel more motivated to like get better and like do better like i've been taking so much shit for granted that i've had and the opportunities and it's like it's it's been it's so stupid of me because there's other people that have it worse and i i can seek the help i can get the help and it's like there but i chose not to do it for a long time i decided to drink or do drugs or find shelter in something else but but yeah no it's definitely like opened my mind up to different opportunities and just like get myself together both physically mentally emotionally and all that like yeah mental health is a big part like it's a serious topic and it should it should probably uh, it should probably be a different podcast um but i've been struggling with that a long time like even now i feel like everyone has especially during covid um but do you feel like mental health and and trauma in, in your instance i i know you're not a doctor in your instance i think do you feel like give me ask the question first okay. bro I think I know what you're trying to say. Though. Okay, would well, that tell me? I think that yes, I think that going through this affected my mental health. Going through time. COVID? No, going through my the traumas that I've been through growing up and shit and stuff. Um, and it's also led to other traumas. Um, and that also affected my mental health. I think it all ties in together for me at least. Um, yeah were there moments with dealing and dealing with your trauma or mental health where you were just like fuck it and like been destructive to yourself and others yeah i think that there's been moments where i've literally been so careless that i didn't care who i hurt whether that was myself or others in the process and that's definitely something that comes back and bites you in the ass because then then you feel even worse and i'm not the type of person i hate apologizing i hate it like i if i can avoid it and it's like okay i won't do it just because i i hate it i hate it when people apologize to me um i hate doing it I, i even if it's like i don't know um i'd rather just like talk about it without any apologies but just understanding each other and going from there because i feel like for me when i apologize i just want to cry i don't know why (laughs) i'm such a pussy no but i i hate it i hate confrontation too i can't do it i'd rather do it through text 
than in person. Is that because you can hide from text? Or what? I think I can express myself better through text. And I'm the type of person that will send you like a whole fucking like book and you can read it if you choose. If you don't, then that's how I feel. But in person, I don't know how to express myself. I really don't. I could talk in person as if I was texting you, but it just won't come off the same way. Um, and do you think that's a, a, a side effect of your trauma or that's just you as an individual? I think that's just me as an individual. I've never been a, an expressive person. I've never been able to express myself the way I wanted it to come out. Um, so yeah. And so, so have you thought about using your trauma and your experience as a, a, a shield? In, in other words, helping other folks, maybe talking to younger people or even folks around your age or friends that because you can identify certain behaviors that may be a signal or a trigger. Have you thought about doing that or do you think that's not going to be helpful for you in your journey? No, I, th I went to a place recently and I was there for a few days and um, I'm just saying it was a men mental institute because I just needed a break. Um, I was spiraling, <laughs> if you want to call it that. Um, and just being there, like I met people that have gone through worse and they're actually like traumatized they have like ptsd and stuff and be being there was also a traumatic experience because the nurses don't give a fuck about you like well do you think that's the case or or I, they're nice and everything but it's not the way that like i've been in different in a different place before and it was so much different yeah but the nurses are nurses and they're not necessarily trained therapists or even like the therapists though like they don't they talk to i talked to a therapist there once or my psychiatrist like my therapist i talked no it was the same thing i talked to her once once when i got there we talked for like an hour and a half and then I was expecting more. I was like, oh my God, we're doing so good. Like, you know, yeah. let's meet again. You wanted more. And no, it wasn't until the day before I left that I met her again. And it was just do you over think that discharge instructions. Do you think that they're um, spread thin based upon your... I think so. I'm like, I don't know if they're... Because there's different units at that place. I don't know if it was just they were working in that unit specifically only or if they were working in the other units as well so i mean like i could see that they have a lot on their plate too um but your perception as a, a yeah. person there who was there with the with the intent and purpose of gaining something or learning something yeah. or changing um you felt like it wasn't enough they didn't give you enough of what you felt was sufficient yeah no i mean i i get every place is different but in another place like I talk to someone every day and yeah, we didn't get deep enough because I don't think it was a guy. I don't think I personally don't feel comfortable talking to guys. I feel com comfortable talking to women. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know why, but I, I think for therapists, I, I mean, I think that's just a men a natural reaction. I mean, like. There's the perception that um, they have more of like a motherly, yeah, more intuition, a motherly instincts and the ability to have empathy and compassion about a situation. Um, 
like I, you know, when I when I saw a therapist at some time where I thought I was going through a mental breakdown, cracking it up. Um, my preference was a female as well, just because I felt that I could be more vulnerable without judgment. And I know that's stupid, and I know that that's me um, putting presumptions about individuals who are um, professionally trained to deal with people like me who was seeking help. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, it was a preference, and it was a preference that I felt that was going to be more beneficial to me. But I think that's just kind of, yeah. yeah. Um, interesting enough, though, I had this whole debate. This is a little bit off topic, but since we're on this old um, women are more motherly or empathetic, I had a huge debate argument at a bar in Los Angeles with a colleague, another lawyer who was female, who happened to be lesbian. Um, but not that that really mattered. Um but we, I had made that same comment that I felt that women were more nurturing um, and I felt like it was something in a natural order of things. And I was just giving an example of, you know, animals, the lion, how the lion or the, the female is taking care of um, the, cubs. The, the cubs. Now, the only difference I think is when it comes to penguins, I think it's a little different. I think the it's the reverse. Father. The father is doing everything. Oh. Um, but, you know, we had a big drag out knockout fight not physical but argument in the middle of a bar i mean two lawyers and they're like yelling at each other over this situation um but you know it's it's just personal opinion personal yeah perspective um and there's nothing wrong like there's people that prefer to talk to guys and that's yeah. it's just your preference it's yeah. who you feel comfortable talking to yeah um so would you given the two definitions trauma and psychological trauma do you feel that you have both or just one or the other or you feel like trauma is trauma trauma itself is just trauma it just depends on what kind of trauma you've been like how mm-hmm. um because there's people that have both psychological physical like there was someone that had ptsd from the war mm-hmm. that caused them to in the long run become a, a, drug, a drug addict like mm-hmm. a meth addict um and I don't think I should be talking about that. <laughs> um, yeah, not definitely don't say the names, but go ahead. Yeah, no, no, I don't, I don't even, rem- I don't even know them. Um, but no, like, there's the, like that's an example. It's like he was both mentally f- and physically like. But I thought isn't trauma the concept of the- how you react to things that has happened in your past, and so it has like this metaphysical experience to you, like no. Or, okay, whatever. Yeah, I want. I was saying traumatic experiences that I've been through that have caused, I guess, some do sort you, of trauma. Do you receive or do you experience any kind of metaphysical? Um, Explain metaphysical. Like reactions, bodily reactions. Like you get into a situation or there's a trigger and your body reacts. So, for instance, like some folks. Um, who are children some children who are abused right if someone yells i'll give you an example patty labelle right my favorite singer right you read her book her mom and dad according to the book i wasn't there of course according to the book they were getting to knock out drag out fights arguing to the point that she every time that they even raised their voice physically she would just break out in all of these hives Mm -hmm. out of that because that situation impacted her have you had any of those type of metaphysical responses to things that you identify as trauma in your life or anything like that i don't think so i think i was just so numb growing up that um 
No, I don't think I did. Do you think everyone has, um, do you think everyone experienced trauma or in other words, um, trauma comes in different levels and everyone experiences in some respect? Um, or do you think it is? I think, yeah, I think pe- some people experience it in different levels for sure. Um, and in different ways. Yeah. So enough about me though. Let's talk about you. I don't have any trauma. I mean, I the, the term the term trauma the term trauma doesn't sit or resonate with me. Mm-hmm. I know that I had moments of depression. Um, I know that I had moments of why am I here? But I'm not sure that they necessarily stemmed from anything that has happened in the past. Um, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I know that my um, struggle with trying to be a good father, that stems from the lack of... Do you think that was traumatic for you? Traumatic, traumatic for you? What, growing up without a father? Yeah. In a way? Um, yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, I, I think that every, every child particularly every male wants to be able to have some kind of male figure in their life to show them the ropes talk to them about things now my oldest brother father he took you in took me in but him and my mom didn't live together so Mm. it wasn't like it was consistent um you know what i mean yeah um it wasn't like it was every day like you know i come home hey dad type of thing so i i never had that experience um, so yeah, I mean, I think that's traumatic, and I think the fact that I didn't appreciate and truly understand my father's side of this family until maybe I don't know sixth, seventh grade, right? And then it was my grandmother and my uncle, and both of them had passed away. That really made me feel like I was part of the family. I mean. I'm not saying they're the only ones, but they're the two people who I remember distinctly growing up who brought me in to let me know this is your family. Like, we love you. You're part of the family type of thing. This yeah. is my biological. Now I have, you know, my other auntie, Auntie Nini and, and Auntie Pat. Yes, I love them, too. I mean, they took me in as well. Um, but my experience that I recall, um, that I can recall is uh, my uncle and my Uncle Fidel, who passed away, and my grandma, who made me feel like part of that family, the part of the family. Does that make sense? Yes. Sorry. Okay. You, if you're gonna try to hold the microphone, you need to make sure that you're doing it correctly. I mean, if your thing wasn't so loose. No, that's kidding. okay. No, I don't know why it came out. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I don't know if I can tie it to any specific event. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? And then growing up, I never, I didn't, I didn't grow up perfect. Now, you know, there are things that you know, my mom annoyed me on a lot of levels i'm sure i annoyed her on a, a lot of levels yeah but it was nothing traumatic that i would say was traumatic okay does that make sense yeah um yeah i mean i i think that's i think my trauma is new if i had to use the term trauma um but i don't think it's necessarily tied to to something to pass or maybe i haven't dug deep enough to uncover that okay. does that make sense yeah anything else no you wanted to ask me no oh. i mean there's no nothing no trauma that you can you want to talk about <laughs> i mean you, know, you kind of talked about like certain what? things but 
I mean, yeah, that that you know that that's a conversation for a later date, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I I think I don't know. It's 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 tough to navigate through those feelings, those emotions. Yeah. And trying to pinpoint it to something, and the term trauma, I think, is a turn off for some people, which I think I'm a, an example of that. Not a turn off, but it's you a term that it, like I don't want a tat to attach yeah. it to something because it sounds as if it's something that was so dramatic or um, you don't want it to like define what you're going through. Or, yes, yeah. or I feel like my situations or things that have impacted me or things I didn't like or things that I would want to change don't fit in that category. I feel like I'll be taken away from individuals who actually truly experienced something. Yeah. Um, like I didn't have like the whole like drinking and drug thing. I mean, I didn't drink till I was 21. First time I tried marijuana was when I first went to college, which was, I don't know, nineteen twenty, And I took a puff and hated it. And yeah. that was my last time. Now, have I tried it since I've been grown? Yeah, a few times. Edibles. I turned it to a whole new different personality. Oh, though. my God. Okay. Let's not. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I, I just, I didn't go through that because I've seen family members. I think the trauma would be that I've seen family members who overdrank. I've seen family members who were involved with drugs. Um, and so I, I would say that that's that would be my trauma. Okay. That would be my trauma going through that seeing that experiencing that and always having to run away or attempted to run away or make myself different from that okay you know what i mean yeah yeah well anyway this was a a good um topic i mean we it didn't was. even like try to script it out or exactly or discuss discuss what we're going to talk about i remember, so saying, like, I remember texting you like a little outline with the, i mean that outline I, let me let me tell you what this outline said <laughs> this was no damn outline. all right people out there listen here's the outline okay let me let me let, let me put myself all the way up in here so they can see this bullshit let me see this outline okay here's the text intro colon Topic, colon, trauma. What is trauma? Question mark. <laughs> and other facts about it, like how is it created, how it can affect someone, etc. Our own personal experiences with it, whatever we feel comfortable discussing. One topic can be what is our earliest memory of a certain traumatic experience we've endured. And, and I, then he said, then he said, I Google some stuff like definitions and shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow way to throw me under the bus but yeah i didn't really know like i said trauma and you went along with it so i was trying to give you some some content you know so why not be vulnerable for once um i don't think i've ever talked as much as i have in an episode since i've been on this podcast i since think today. i think so and that's because you are the the only person in here with me today um um, so I appreciate you um, coming in and having a conversation with me. Did you, did you finish your your drink? Uh, yeah. Oh, I mean, you can do a cheers. I still have some. You say you drink it. Did you finish your water? Yeah, we can do that in a minute. All right, let's get ready to do that. All right, here's a cheers. 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 Get some good water. All right. So until next time. Um, make sure that you continue to drink, listen, and convert out. Peace and love. Bye.